Welcome, podcast listener, to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. We all could agree that things have been changing quite rapidly in all sorts of ways. All of us could empathize with the reality that we're undergoing some trials and tribulations, you could say, being humans. Perhaps we've forgotten that we're all supposed to be each other's symbiotic friend. Indirectly, directly, parasitically even, but we all are connected. And right now, I think if we were to continue having sanctioned conversation where you genuinely let each other express how they feel and what's up and what you're trying to say, what's on your mind lately, not only is it therapeutic, but also it's how we actually figure things out as a society. We don't just wait to be told how to feel about that. So if you like the kind of shit I'm talking about right now, you found the podcast for you. And boy, do we have a good episode for you to tune into. Our very special guest today is June. He goes by June. He's a local legend in many ways. And just a cool-ass mofo. And I like the style that he brings to the table out there. And we would chit-chat. And eventually, I offered for him to come on the show. And he was about it. And here we are. We made it happen. So in the name of symbiosis, now we are rolling in to Nowtown on the symbiosis train with June on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Everything's fucking up right now. So right? Doesn't it, it feel like that? It, it, it seems tougher. You know, based off of how I was spending about a year ago, I feel like the way I'm spending is still the same, but I have less money. Right. You know? I agree. Actually, I feel like I spend less, but somehow I make less too right, than, than a year ago. I, was, mm. I had the best paying job of my life in my young 26 years old at that time. I was balling, I felt like, but not literally because everything was still so fucking hard to catch up, bro. Ever since I got married, ever since I got married, paying off the, the wedding, which wasn't even that expensive, ever since then, I feel like I never really fucking held down my credit card properly. And I'm pretty diligent about that shit. That's mm-hmm. how obvious it is that I just, I'm strapped for cash. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I don't do anything illegal. Like when I was younger, before I got in trouble, I would sell weed and shit, like, right? Like, I would do shit like that. I'd make wax, right? It was super fun. But mm-hmm. I'll never do that again because I'm trying to get caught up by these fools out here. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. my preference. You know what I mean? Fools as in cops or fools yes. as in... Uh... Well, everything because <laughs> yeah. I don't want some Joe Schmoes running around my house and shit coming by all of a sudden hey, for fucking bag that's like $10. Taxes if you want fucking staying around here that and like i don't want some fucking joe schmo coming up and saying hey dude tyler uh oh uh adam said that that nicholas said that you i could come over and get some weed and it's like what the fuck yeah lingers man 
fucking lingerers, man. I don't want that shit. I want no lingerers, and I don't want no cops up my ass. Obviously, it's out of the question. So that's why I don't do that stuff anymore. But um, I get why people do. But yeah. And I know I can make a killing, right? But yeah. I'm not tempted by it because I just know it's out of the question. Especially ever since I got in trouble when I was younger. It's like, yeah. nah. You know, they, they ha- still haven't, I don't think, reduced that uh, three strikes ruling yet. And that terrifies the shit out of me as a young man. Because I'm only 27 and I'm a striked felon since I was 19 years old, you know? So most of my life at this point, at all, my, all of my adult life, has been considered a strike felon technically on, on so paper. any possession you were to get would be one more strike to that or? i don't know i have no i don't think so because because cannabis in california is a little different all stuff california yeah. law right um but i think like if i were selling drugs or something yeah for sure oh, bro yeah, I, if yeah. i were to th- uh, steal from a store i think you know something like that if i were stealing and shit yeah as long as they're yeah. felonies right I don't Straight. know, man. Like, Honestly, I just don't even want to fuck with it. I'm pretty sure you can go to fucking jail or go to prison for a long-ass time for stealing a candy bar after you got a strike or something. I really don't know, you know? I just try to live my life, really. I don't think about falling. Well, I just uh, keep apparently, coasting, you know what I mean? Apparently in what? Is it California or is it everywhere? They're not arresting you for anything under 900 or, you know? Well, definitely with theft around here because where I work at Ace Hardware, they literally got jacked a couple weeks ago. Let's talk about that. It doesn't really. It's not. It's not really that critical. But these fools broke into my my where I work at Ace Hardware here in in, in the local area. Yeah. And this fool was on one apparently because he jumped off the roof and ran. Like, and that roof's pretty high, bro. It's like nineteen feet, maybe twenty feet in the air. Like yeah, you know. It's, it's, yeah. Because it's not it's like real low. Stories. Yeah. Nice. And anyways, ran, I guess, across the street, yada, yada, started running through people's backyards and shit, right? Oh. Well, the police come. Bro. The local police. Really? They posted that, didn't they? Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, They're yeah. first on the scene, huh? Yeah. They want to be the gossip gods or whatever, you know? And like, Reedley PD rolls up on the scene, the good old boys. And I appreciate the Reedley PD. But I also have to say this about any police department. Honestly. It's kind of weird, okay? Are you willing to shoot the wrong guy to catch the right guy? Because that's what happened that day, Yeah, you know? And I get why. Because the guy was running through people's houses. And a homeowner came out to protect himself and was like, what the fuck? Who's in my fucking yard? Didn't know the cops were there yet, obviously. I'm sure if he did, he'd probably put the fucking gun down. Because we all know you ain't trying to get shot out there right now mm-hmm. by the blue, you know? Everywhere you go, we all know that. Like, I ain't trying to fuck around with no weapon. You know what I mean? Like around a police officer? Fuck no. Um, but the point is, is they were trying to find this the guy that apparently robbed Ace Hardware when he didn't really steal anything, right? Technically, he's not even a misdemeanor. With the amount of whatever they took was under $900, mm. right? Mm-hmm. In the state of California, isn't even a misdemeanor. So they're chasing this guy, though. So in my, in my opinion at this point, it's kind of like, look, dude. I want to fucking punch that guy kind of in the face low-key because he stole, the, stole from the store I work at. That's taken out of my pay. My boss is cut. I don't like that. It makes me feel unsafe and shit. And this motherfucker wouldn't even get a charge or go to jail or anything. When he knows what he's doing, they're breaking in. You know what I mean? Versus, I don't know, man, someone that had a strike because something happened when they were younger and then they end up getting caught up for some random shit and then going to prison for a long time. Sounds like the guy that just did all this shit and ran through people's yards, I guess you could say maybe needs a lot of hard time. But at the same time, since technically it's not even a misdemeanor, in my opinion, the cops would have just let it go. Been like, man, we're going to patrol the area. If we find him, we're going to find him. But we're not going to go snooping around too deep 
when a, a homeowner has the right to protect their property and has a gun and you go, oh shit, this might be the guy. Not 100% sure, but he's got a gun, so I'm going to shoot the motherfucker. And I get that you're all hyped up. It's an intense situation as a police officer these days. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. But I also just feel like the general message of that whole story is that we're willing to shoot the wrong guy to get the right guy, you know, and not even really get him on any high charges. Maybe now because he evaded police, right? So technically he was running, right? And then now he's going to be blamed for shooting the guy, but he didn't shoot the guy. The cops shot the guy that is a homeowner mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with the burglary at all. You know, I don't know. It's like I get how everyone could see it, but I also feel like we're it's, willing to do that in a lot of other ways in our world. Right yeah, now. I was just going to say it's kind of like that situation with the drone strikes, how they, you know, how they'll kill so many, what, I mean, tens of twenties of people. Just civilians. Looking, civilians, exactly. Civilians. Just, just looking for the terrorists. You know, yeah, civilians meaning like if you went to the, the grocery store, 10 people around you, those are all considered civilians. You're not in war. Yeah. You know, why the fuck should you get drone bombed? And just on for you? like one or two guys. Like say, yeah, you're at the grocery store, one or two guys in there are felons or, you know, whatever, terrorists, and then they do a drone strike and there's 15 other civilians in there, you know? That's that's what we have to deal with. I mean, that's even, the equivalent of what we're doing across the world. It's the same, yeah. With that whole Afghanistan thing, and then you know, with that you know, the Ace Hardware incident, they were willing to take down whoever they had to take down just to get to that guy, you know. And would they have fucking strapped any handcuffs on him? No, probably not. You know, they would have gave him a slap on the wrist. Who knows? Maybe. But after that, then they did for sure. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they would have put him in cuffs and got his name and all this stuff and maybe took him to jail for the night or moved him to another town if he's homeless or whatever the fucking situation because this is what people do now. This is what the police force is expected to do, which also makes me cringe because I know these dudes don't get paid that much. Why should they have to be under that kind of stress? Mm-hmm. Why can't their supervisor or whoever the fuck's calling the shots say, hey, we're going to patrol the area, but we can't be going too close to people's houses and shit. People still own guns. You know, we're not trying to get an altercation, but we also want to make people feel safe. And if we get another call and someone says, hey, he's in my backyard, then we go there. But we're not going to just like be snooping around or anything out of the car running around too much. But not only that, you know, like the whole Breonna Taylor thing, like Mm -hmm. how much talking do they do? You know, like how much like is anybody in there? You know, come out with your hands up. Bring, you know, we are the police. Like, how much of that announcing, like, a dude we're the, looking for a dude somebody, in the dark, do they do? Yeah, a dude in the dark in all black, to me, looks like, with a gun, I don't know if that's for sure a police officer. I don't know that for sure. That's true. Someone could just yeah. dress up, too, these crazy-ass right-wingers. Maybe they should have, like, fucking These crazy right-wingers could just show fucking... up, bro, walk around like that with their AK hanging off their hip like they do yeah. in places. You know what I mean? Like, it's a trip. <laughs> so it, it sketches me out, but also... Like, they don't ha- – I think people presume, like, there's red and blue lights, like, on their hat, like, going off. So that's, like, there's a police officer, like, some shit from the future or some shit. But, like, that's not the case. These men are just on foot. Just like when we look at the fires, people are, like, why can't they do more about the fires? It's, like, bro, you go put yourself in the middle of a fire and see what you can do as a human being. We can only do so much, yeah. you know. So what level can we manipulate things? We, c- we do have a limit. Human has a limit which we how much we can manipulate things around us our environment that includes like nations of people religions you know we don't need to go to that level but hey man we apparently like it because that's what humans do right mm-hmm. i just trip back i trip out because I, I i feel like i'm i'm kind of off the radar with like listening too much media stuff 
because I see obviously the propaganda in it, you know, I, yeah. I, it, it haunts me, so I can't ignore it. So every time I watch something, I'm like, fuh, dude, they're trying hard on this thing. And it's not even like I know for sure. It's just like, huh, that's an interesting way to put that. Like, like with Afghanistan, it's like this bittersweet thing. And it's like, dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. People should be pissed right now. People should be protesting right now like they did last year. Because you guys wasted billions of our dollars doing nothing and left machines behind. You fucking left it all and you didn't even have a plan. And clearly it shows when you were there, you weren't doing what you said you were doing or it it was pointless. You couldn't do it. So why did we go 20 years? Bro, you're a half a generation older than me. We were talking about that outside. You're like five years older than me. How do you feel about the whole Afghanistan thing? Which includes Iraq and Iran and Pakistan, all the Middle East, which why the fuck were we at those other places? I feel like it, they were there for some sort of resource. I don't know, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but I think there was some other ulterior motive. What it was that we'll probably, we probably won't know until like 20, 30 years down the line, just like... Didn't we find out what we were at Vietnam for? And it was probably nothing, you know, some sort of Literally resource. the Gulf of Tonkin thing that, that that made all of America be like, oh, wow, we need to go get invested over there. And they used as propaganda to say, look at what happened in the Gulf of Tonkin. There was bombs and they're, they're killing people and yada, yada. That didn't even happen. Later, history rolls out. Mm. It didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. And we went to Vietnam. So what's kind of different about going to Afghanistan? No offense. I get that we got attacked from fucking somewhere. Clearly, Mm -hmm. the the towers fell. Something Mm -hmm. happened that day. Mm -hmm. We all know it. That wasn't fake. That wasn't not real. Like, you know, people go to that level of of, uh, skepticism or ignorance. I don't know which it is, you know, or fear of acceptance. I don't know. But that should happen. But by who? We don't know. They didn't know. They said that their intelligence reports signify that it for sure came from somewhere in the Middle East from the old boy, Osama bin Laden, you know? I mean, I don't know how true this information is, but wasn't the CIA, like, funding him in the early 90s or something? Yeah. Yeah, dude, we were over in the Middle East uh, in Desert Storm, and prior to that, trying to get involved, trying to acquire resources with other presidents. Look at Bush's daddy, who was also the president of the nation for four four years, I think, too. And that was when Desert Storm went down. Mm -hmm. And then, coincidentally... When Bush Jr. is all up in the office, we just end up having an attack and going right back to that place specifically. It could have came from anywhere, dude. Like, you know, it could have been like, hey, we're going to use people that look like Muslims from say, say, okay, I'm just saying, say if the attack came from heaven forbid China, like what everyone fears, right? And they were just like, we're going to get some Muslim dudes, though, to do it because they're down for the ride. And people mm-hmm. won't even know it. They'll blame the Middle East, and we'll be over here just doing our thing like normal, and hopefully we'll not get blamed because I'm not figure it out. Bro, if you want to get all conspiratorial, conspiratorial, <laughs> who paid for what? How did it happen? Mm-hmm. If you're doing research and you got all these people hunting down the most wanted man on the earth with the best military on the fucking planet, apparently, we could have done that pretty quick. And I'm not even an expert. Most people I talked to over the last 20 years, even if they were veterans, Pretty much felt like that. Like, damn, dude, what the fuck, man? This shit got ugly and mixed up. Like, why are we in Iraq now? Why did we go to Iraq, which is where your daddy wanted to go? Mm-hmm. And why is Colin Powell and fucking Cheney always making the calls most of the time when you look back at old footage? It's like Bush is just like hyping it up, but all these other guys are making these calls, and technically he's the commander in chief. That's all I get at by that. You know, yeah, he's the face of the country, but he's also the commander in fucking chief. 
They shouldn't be making more calls or standing up for so many things. He should be speaking on the behalf of the nation and what he feels comfortable being responsible for, too, in my opinion. Was it like another Joe Biden, uh, you know, was it like Puppeting? a situation yeah, Maybe. Like where he was Cause that fool's a considered dumbass. incompetent? He was the son of a president, you know? I'm not saying he's dumb or, No, you know? he's cool, but remember how he talked. I guess I got to saying he's a dumbass. He's a president of the fucking United States. It's just, he, he, dude, he caught up, he got caught up saying so many dumb things and I'm a fool. I don't speak perfectly, but if I were the leader of the nation, I'd be expected to speak damn well and fluently like Obama did at least. At least he did that. Yeah. Yeah. He was very fluent. You know, he, even if he lied to us with a smile on his face, he did it really good, Mm -hmm. you know, and people respected that. We haven't really had that most of our life. I feel like all the presidents considering like Clinton who lied, Bush who was whack and probably lied a lot. Then we had Obama who was a great speaker for eight years of our life. Then we went to Trump. And now we're with Biden, so they're both terrible speakers. And at least Trump could keep going on some nonsense. Yeah. But now some, we have Biden that's going on some Trump, nonsense. You some know? people would say Trump was a good speaker. You know, he get the I, crowd hyped. <laughs> depend on who you were asking, though. He would, even if you hated it. The truth is, he would get the crowd hyped, bro. It's pretty yeah. radical. It was definitely cult-like in its prime. You know. True. But Biden cannot talk. For shit, and he couldn't since he took office. But right now, bro, everyone's like, "Man, he's getting old." And it's like, yeah, that's why I couldn't vote for him. Sadly, I just couldn't, and I couldn't vote for Trump. So imagine who who Tyler voted for. You could guess, but you'll never find out. Probably, you know. Did you take my approach and vote for Kanye? No, <laughs> I thought about it though. I just choice. feel like honestly, we need to have some seriously good candidates. Man. Yeah, like, bro. And don't I'm not saying Kanye's not. I'm not saying the other presidents aren't. They got ties around the world and all this shit. That's the problem, in my opinion. Kind of because you got to do what's best for home and what the generation that's taking the world over really needs. What they need to invest in now. The development is like at a standstill. So then, therefore, it feels like our freedoms are being taken. And there's a ratio there, bro, between development and freedom. You know, less development means there's less freedoms to express your. Self, because there's no development. You don't even know how. You might not have the resources to get it done. Like in most of my jobs or where I go to school or a lot of places, like resources are tight. Like it's yeah. kind of weird. Like, why don't we have a mop here? Like, you know, type of shit. True. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Well, same with my job. You know, we don't have some of the supplies we need and you ask for them. It takes a couple weeks to get them. And that should be out of the question if we're doing business every day. You have to have the resource to get your fucking job oh, done especially as a worker. At the beginning of this pandemic, like, fuck, for like two months we didn't have masks, you know? Yeah. We couldn't get masks anywhere because they were sold out on, you know, Amazon. And then she was like, we don't need them, they don't work. You know? Yeah, but then it turns out he was just telling everybody that to, you know, get them not to rush out to get masks. It was more for the... But he the, still lied. Yeah, for the medical workers or he lied, medical though. personnel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know? bro, he's lied so much. Since you know? the 80s, he, he's lied. You, you see, I mean, articles, obviously, we don't know the whole truth. Right. But, True. But uh, I, saw, I saw something the other day that said, what, like 22,000 files were deleted from the the that database at the Wuhan lab, did you hear about that? Yeah, I've heard about that, bro. Like, I feel like that's and that was before <laughs> this was even a pandemic. Like, right? Well, because apparently people got sick at that lab in in September of 2019. Theoretically, and, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And people died from from that whole incident, and we didn't hear nothing about it. 
and those those files apparently got deleted. I you know I I'm not in there. I'm not at the. But questions lab, of the but American public, like you and me, just both basically basically expressed, is what happened? Where yeah. did it come from? You guys should know by now. Like in Afghanistan. What happened? You guys pulled out. We still don't even know what happened. You guys didn't even have a conclusive report to give us, really, in the end here. And we're going to be in the dark, I mean, shit, until there's a whistleblower, which may not happen 20, 30, 40. Like, we don't even know a who lot of people JFK, are terrified. Dude. Yeah, people are terrified to be a whistleblower, bro. I would be, too. JFK. I feel like it was the government, but that would be a conspiracy. I don't know. They're capable of a lot of things that we don't know about, but. That's just speculation. Yeah, you know, I speculate. I don't know. This idea, though, of seasoning. I wasn't even born back then, so. This idea of seasoning, though, like, we we have all these resources and these technological advances, where, and we have CIA and FBI and all these intelligence reports around the world and all these connections, right? Why can't we find some of those answers for the most needed things on the planet at, at that time then? Like, then apparently it shows that, one, we don't have everything. We think we do. We like to party in the sunlight. Like, we have everything. But we're still just humans making these crazy things and trying to survive. Mm-hmm. There is a point, though, obviously, where we all start realizing something's different about the last, like, 10 years of our life. And why is that? And really? I think everyone's been questioning and tripping hard on that idea really? lately. I feel like, I mean, this is just my opinion. I feel like it's social media. Like, because you're on it so much more than watching the news for an hour of the, of the day. Absolutely. You know, like the 5 o'clock news. You see so much more in your feed in those 10 minutes of scrolling than, you know, even watching the news. that I I think it has something to do with social media. I feel like uh, the, the sides, you know, people pick sides based off of what they believe. And that gets blown up in social media. Either you're on this side or you're on that side. Um, you have and, to and, signal. And, and, and not only that, being behind a computer, people are a lot tougher let's be honest like mm-hmm. you somebody could say like oh you know this is a whack-ass post for instance you know like, yeah are they gonna say like oh in person that's a whack-ass uh you know that's a whack-ass idea you have over there mm-hmm. who says that to you know a person to their face like it's it's, it's normally something nice like oh i don't really agree with that you know like that's not really my beliefs it's not, nah, that's fucking whack. Bro, change your ideas, you know? Yeah, it's like... I feel like you're a lot tougher behind... Uh, that's why they call it Twitter fingers, you know? T- Twitter fingers yeah, are fucking, you know? Yeah. A lot stronger than being face-to-face and being like, what's up, bro? I don't like your ideas. Yeah. Let's fucking... Let's throw down. Let's, let's fucking comment back and forth about it, you know? Uh-huh. Nah, you're going to throw hands, dude. A battle of the wits, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, an old battle of the wits on Twitter again. No, <laughs> I like getting myself in those situations and then bouncing, bro. I just don't ever answer back. Really? Just let those people obsess over it because that's what they want. Like I fed them a little bit of something, but also I'm, I'm like I have to be seasoned in the world. Like I have to understand how things go because I don't have a lot of action on social media. So sometimes I'll comment on people that I see like running an MLM. Like they're being scandalous. They're trying to get a bunch of people to buy their products that don't make any money. And all the people in have to give their proceeds back to the person that got them in. And it's a fucked up situation. When I see shit like that, I'll comment like, y'all need to get out of here. Or like, I'll say some shit. And then usually I'll get deleted or blocked right away. Is that like you know? the, the what? But it's a, ML, it, what's an MLM? I'm, 
uh, multi-level marketing, like a pyramid scheme, like basically. Oh, okay. Is that the that Monet's? That Monet's that? that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. One hundred percent. Say what Kay? you want. If you're listening, you're hating. Monet is for sure, and Mary Kay's <laughs> an OG one of, of version is it? of that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen a few of those in my day. Mary Kay actually helped make people some people money though. It was not so cutthroat. Now it's ugly, bro. It's bro, like I they're see, lying through their teeth on Zoom. I like you said, literally, ladies. they don't even have interactions. Everything is through social media. Oh, That's yeah. their marketing scheme, multi-levels. And the internet's the new frontier. So you have to go out and find people that need your product. You have to go and look at the post and see posts that like healthy foods, right? And then you got to see who liked that post. And then you got to click on their profile and then follow them and then message them. And then be like, hey, how you doing? Try to befriend them. And then slam on them, hey, I got these products if you want to buy them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like drug dealing but dirty because it's ugly. It just sucks. It's just stupid. And these people are literally sending out like a 1,000 messages a day to all these people that they found like this photo or these photos trying to get a hit. And they probably get a couple hits. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of desperate. It's kind of nasty. You spend all your time just like messaging people, literally just lying through your teeth. Like, to me, these same people, if they're really good at that, they would fucking, they would basically, if it was you or them, they'd fucking off you. Like, you know, they don't care. It's ruthless. My wife watches a lot of them anti-MLM videos, and it's pretty lit, right? But the only reason why I brought that up is because, like, sometimes I like to get seasoned in all that shit, you know? But um, with, like, gossip and shit, even though I don't like it at all, personally. Like, shit oh, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. and stuff, I like to talk shit. But like not, if not negative shit on someone specifically. If it's you know? friends, like, talking shit. Like, yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, a lot of guy, like, my guy friends, it's all, like, it's shit talking, but shit talking we can handle, you know? And I tend to have relationships like that with my friends or, you know, even with my, my girlfriend. Like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll uh, cap on each other every once in a while, you know? But... I feel like that came from my upbringing with my brother. I have an older brother. Like you were saying, you have an older brother. He, bro, I mean, every day it was like something he would try and find to pick on me with or, you know, like yeah. like some sort of name calling or, you yeah. know, like just, just wrestling, you know, he'd kick my ass all the time. Like I grew up in that sort of, you know, like environment, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. you know, so my relationships with my guy friends, there is a little bit of picking, you know, like not necessarily picking at each other, but it's just like little, saying what's on little your mind. jabs, little jabs. Hey, sometimes you know? saying what's on your mind and sometimes going like, oh yeah, don't you look fancy. Like if you commented <laughs> on some guy like that's showing his abs off, right? Just like showing off and it's like, yeah, that's cool, man. But yeah. like, what else can you do? Right? Like, you know, most of these guys are like desperate for that attention. So sometimes they need to get a little, little, uh, ego knock kind of low-key because it's loud it's obnoxious and if if we were to always just say like no it's not obnoxious at all like just have your shirt off and do that all around me in person all the time like nah most people are like nah Nah. like it's a little tired (laughs) like you always being so into yourself it's kind of weird but that disconnection being behind the screen like you said it's twitter fingers it's it's another type of mentality it's a drug bro it's separate it's a, a pseudo it's separated. It's like a hologram, bro. Like you're living your life in a hologram by looking through the black screen all the time almost, yeah, you know? Well, I mean, that's what that, this virtual world is. And I do it too. To, we all do know? it. It's just radical, man. Like, like, of course it's fucking changing things. Like this whole talk about NFTs and, you know, like mm-hmm. having virtual, like, you know, things in a virtual world or, you know, what they call it. Like, I don't, I don't know too much about these NFTs, but apparently, you know, it's like, 
they're talking about virtual real estate. I was I was tripping on that. I heard that on, on the, Mars. On virtual Mars. real estate on Mars. Yeah, I've heard of that. No shit. It's crazy the things they're coming up with, but that's the future, I guess. You know, like living in a virtual world, not really being in the present world, just, you know, having all kinds of dope shit on the internet. Or it's interesting that we think about it that way because, like, I really do think, like, the technological, like, whatever you want to call it, AI and all these things, obviously it's AI. It will surpass us. It already has. Like, it's kind of like how can we keep up? We're not – we can't ex- be expected to. There's going to come a time I think we're going to have to realize, like, humans do different – they have a different way of, of speed about them than a computer. Remember? Like, you know, mm-hmm. a computer can calculate all these things rapidly with programs, but the human cannot do it like that most of the time, you know, unless you're like Stephen Hawking or something, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. only a few of those great people out there that could really, like, run numbers and go hard, you know? But most people need to use a calculator at some point, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They can still do good math and shit, but you can't compute like these technologies can. Literally, you send a tweet out, bro, you're typing on the screen, it sends out, goes to a server, goes to space, goes back to the server, it, it's already like posted like instantaneously, bro. Like, I think we're too disconnected from realizing that's a, a quite a luxury to have. Mm-hmm. Like beyond realizational almost of how luxurious it is. Because it's instantaneous, bro. Mm-hmm. And then the disconnect of being able to either talk shit or comment on, in general, like positive or negative, doesn't matter, on someone's post at all that you would never be in the same room with ever yeah. in life. Versus when your brother's picking on you, like you were saying when you were younger, that's real life at least. Mm-hmm. But it shows me that humanity likes to pick on each other, likes to get a little rowdy, wild sometimes, and, and have ups and downs, and we all go through it together, right? We figure it out. But when you're disconnected and there's a screen in between, and you never even be around those people, literally, you could comment on someone's post from New York, and like, I, ne- I ain't never been to New York. Like, I'm probably never gonna see this person ever in my life. Mm-hmm. But I could comment on that post, mm-hmm. you know, as if I am in that room with them. And that person can see it as if I'm in that room with them, because mm-hmm. they'll see the comment. But there's a disconnect like we will never meet you know yeah and that's probably why people are a little bit more ballsier you know i'm never gonna meet this guy and it can also be taken wrong Fuck that maybe they seem ballsy but maybe they're just saying what's on their mind and it mm. can be taken by the, the yeah. person that posted this initial oh, thing dude, wrong that, like, that gives you know? me every time like you can't really uh you can't really type out context you know or like no. the way you mean something you want to do a little star and then like says like clears throat star yeah. like you know or something to give yeah. context like exactly so sometimes maybe. shit gets misconstrued when you're fucking typing it or you know it's it's a dm whatever whatever the case may be you know like i tell my girl all the time if it's an important conversation that we need to have i'm, I'm not going to text about it i'd rather talk face to face that way we could True, truly understand what is on each other's mind. Yeah, you know. Yeah, texting. Even I don't even like getting into conflict, like on social media or you know comments or anything like that. Like, so I try and stay away from posting anything that's gonna have anybody feel some some sort of way because it could be somebody I rarely even talk to or I haven't seen in like ten years who decides, oh, I don't agree with this idea. So let me uh. Let me, you know, go against what you're saying. And or even, then it starts a then it starts kind of a debate, you know, about yeah. how you feel versus how I feel, you know, and you can't really get all your points across and you can't even have a civil conversation because that person's gonna get mad. You don't know how they're even feeling on the other end. You know, they could they could text it or because even in real life all those people around each other, someone's gonna get all butthurt. Someone's gonna think it's hilarious, someone's gonna think it's 
uh, kind of weird, but whatever. Like, you know, so many people around you would actually feel that way. But when you're on the internet, like you're in a room virtually that you'd never actually be in it. And it really does something to the mind, clearly, because people like spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. Like I said, battle of the wits, bro. Someone will become with a, they think they're coming with the fucking jab hard, mm -hmm. but they're, they're, they had like 10 minutes to like come up with a comeback. Yeah. You Literally, you can sit there and type it and then no, I'm not going to send that. No, and I'm going to type it. I'm going to, oh no, I'm not going to say that either. Yeah. Oh, this is the one. This yeah. is the one. But in real life, it'd be like 10 minutes later if you walked back up to the person and said, yeah, this is my comeback. You'd be like, okay. Everyone would be like, lame. You know? We're on the next subject. But already, we don't dude. look at it that way. Why not? Yeah. Right? Like no, on the true. internet, we should look at it almost the same. You know, because it's art imitating life practically, you know, yeah. in a shitty way, kind of, but very close, closer than ever we could, like versus a painting uh, 200, 300 years ago before we had photographs even. Now we can like video everything and record everything literally like, you know, mm -hmm. it's pretty fucking radical. So we can yeah. literally document in real time, whatever, which is also a great source if they want to find what you've been up to lately. If they're looking for you for whatever reason to lock up certain types of people or whatever. So it's like also the vessel to incriminate yourself. It's a great vessel to be connected with the entire world all at once. Yeah. And it's overwhelming in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's overwhelming. It is, bro. Like, you know, I like it, but it's overwhelming. And I no think doubt. if we think it's just normal, then we're on another high that we're come down from when we don't have it. We don't even realize. Like, you know, people that are always on their phone and, you, and their phone dies or some shit. They get all twitchy and shit. Mm -hmm. they start like having like a spasm and shit. They were like, they're like, hey, uh, uh, man, hey, can I use your phone? Like, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Or nicotine, like cigarettes, bro. Like, hey, you got a cigarette. I'm out of smokes, man. You got a cigarette. It's like that, dude. It's an addiction. Like, that's the way I view it. And honestly, a lot of scientists come out lately and they're like, yeah, for sure it is. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, no shit. But we just kind of don't care. But yet you can't smoke weed in a lot of states still. You get arrested for 25 years for having a gram in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. We're high on some crazy information. You know, why is that still illegal? Alarms are going off right now in my head, you know. I was listening to the radio the other day and uh I think the topic was uh it was like if you let, let's say you're in a situation where like a Snoop Dogg or a Wiz Khalifa is around and he offers to smoke you out basically, you know, um are you accepting that, you know? Most non-smokers would be like nah probably not i'll probably just stick to what i'm used to and not smoking right this guy called up and was like he's like well let me ask you this question obviously against weed right he's like well let me ask you this question uh if michael vick came up to you and said uh hey uh come over here and you want to join me in this dog fight i was like Bro, that's fucking two way completely different things. It dog is. fighting is completely illegal. That'd be like, uh, you know, like a modern day, like having modern day gladiators or something. Because, you know, dogs are mammals. You know, it's fucking inhumane to, to fight dogs. It's not inhumane to smoke weed. Like, what no. harm are you causing to smoke weed? How are you even going to compare the two? Yeah. Some people's, I you know, their, their beliefs on cannabis is like, it's radical, bro. Especially because like, it's not backed by anything. Like, I think about that sometimes why it goes back to religion in general. Like, that's when you're religious. Like, that's your ultimate authority. So you feel yeah. like you speak with authority at least, right? Like, from a deep sense of who you are, right? Which is dangerous when it gets political, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Because it gets martyr-like, you know. But, um... Will, willing to die for the beliefs of your church and, you know, everything 
that goes against that. It means everything to you, right? Like, so then though, but like if you're speaking sometimes some radical shit, it's probably because you feel like you have authority. But I think a lot of people have false authority. Like we're literally, I'm not saying that religion is false or not false, but now you take it to like a scientific backing, like we're all demanding right now. It's kind of scary to me because it's like religionizing science too much when science was never supposed to be like that. It's not even it's not even about me saying what it was supposed to be or not supposed to be. Science is supposed to disprove itself practically and prove itself in other ways like constantly, not be this thing where you just hang on it because new research always comes out. And when we want that, that's what real science is. Yeah. This research keeps coming out and we should keep doing studies and funding studies. And especially in agriculture, you know. But instead, we just kind of rely on what we what we do in the black market to rely on agriculture a lot lately because everyone wants to get in the cannabis game. They, mm. they apply these horticultural principles now to their ag crops, and it's like, oh, we never thought about this. We were relying on the science that was written 40 years ago. You know, People surpass that. You know, We're trying to do the same thing with our politics almost as young people. Like, bro, like y'all are old as shit. You guys don't get it. You don't get it. I hear you talking about like Facebook like it's some fucking alien organism or something. You don't even get it. And you have burner accounts that you probably fucking go on some fake profile and tweet some negative ass shit like politicians have been caught doing too, mm. you know? Kind of weird when you mm. like a bunch of people's posts and you don't even know them and you don't think you'd ever be in the same room with them. But damn, that could be a politician's burner account trying to persuade you to vote for them. Let's take a little moment here to talk about insurance, guys. Let's be real here. We all got to have auto insurance while we're driving out on the road. And I got my friend Alfredo Vargas over there at Academy West Insurance. He's on Manning Avenue in Reedley, California. He provides fair rates and great insurance for the time when you need insurance. Takes payments very easily and he sets you up with quality insurance. So give him a call at 559-638-3800 to get a quote right now. That's once again Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance. Check him out. Tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast, and he'll set you up. But, like, we didn't actually get to talk about it that much. I know it's kind of like reverting back to the top of the show, but we had talked about Afghanistan, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, I asked you, like, how you feel about it and why we ended up being in all these other countries and stuff, and I feel like I didn't let you answer. I just mm. kept going on a rant. So sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. But how do you feel like about it? And it's like not to get all in our feels, but like how do you see it? Like we saw nine eleven when we were real young. You were older than me, so you definitely remember it better than me. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I kind of did give you my answer though, because there has to be some other alternative reason other than oh, we're gonna help the people of Afghanistan. You know, I feel like maybe it's the the uh, war the war industry or you know like the work and jobs that come from being in a war maybe yeah. they saw that world war Two provided so much opportunity for these people who actually stayed at home rather than you know being deployed for the war maybe it's still some of that like you know their beliefs in oh well if we're in war that means our economy is gonna fucking uh you know get a little boost because we have all these people providing whatever resources we need for the war you know and i think maybe they just got used to fucking being in so many different wars because if you think about it what world war ii 
the Cold War, the Vietnam War, the fucking Gulf War, Desert Storm. Like, how many fucking wars have we been in since the 40s? It seems like every decade we've been in a war. We have. Right? We literally so, have. Maybe it has some of that. Someone would, some uh, historian would be like, technically no, because some of them were considered an actual war. That's why you could oppose the war, like the war in Afghanistan, because technically somehow there's a loophole because you technically can't uh, like disobey like the commander in chief during true wartime or some shit, bro. Like it's literally like that. Like you can't even have well, your your like say. if you like if there was a draft going on and you can't fucking dodge the draft is that what you mean or no like, uh i don't really remember what i was talking about now because i'm fucking like, lit <laughs> like uh like let's say your commander-in-chief says all right we're going to war and uh this is this is the american way this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go help out afghanistan if i was to protest and be like yo i don't think we should be there are you saying like going against his thoughts of wanting to be in war or like um, yeah, I, I kind of think like opposing the war, saying like like in Vietnam, like that was a big thing because technically it was somehow not a war. So you you could legally use your uh, right to speech and all this kind of stuff, mm. right, to like oppose the war. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in past wars, you couldn't do that publicly or anything, I think, because it was more like sanctioned as some kind of other type of war. Like in war, war, it's... it's just the name of it's like fucking it's serious motherfuckers but even in world war we were supplying all these other allies and uh axis powers man we were banking son we were an industrial economy and that's what people look back at as the american dream when we were booming what happened to america when everything was made in america yeah because we promoted war world war and we were selling fucking hella arms tanks planes helicopters well maybe not in the 40s i don't know there was helicopters, right? But definitely later in Vietnam, hella helicopters. Well, burning. I think I remember hearing that Vietnam was the helicopter war. Yeah. I mean, so maybe that's when they right. started coming around. Um, but anyways, or uh, maybe they existed. But it's interesting that we can still have a freedom, the freedom to actually talk about opposing or uh, agreeing with. Yeah, not necessarily war, agreeing you know? with your government. Like I don't think we should be at you know Afghanistan right now or. And it kind of is, like, obvious when you put it that way because it's, like, if you have the right to, then it obviously is not absolutely necessary like you made it seem. Mm -hmm. The war on terror, it's absolutely necessary to tackle it right now, yesterday. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you can't fool me again. That's what he said, bro. That's what I mean when I said earlier he's a dumbass, though. Like, just because it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, everybody knows that phrase. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Like, yeah. you know, fool me three times. Like, he could have, he could he should have just kept going like Trump would have, huh? He'd be like, fool me four and I adore. Like, he start poetry and shit, bro. For real. Yeah. But, hey, um, Trump, Trump, he was, uh, he was for the media, man. I'll tell you that, like. We had, we had some uh, some some fucking some good content there, you know, in the age of content content creating. Absolutely, <laughs> it's interesting though how it's kind of like looked at like it's by the wayside. Like, you know how people pull up what someone said five years ago and they're like, I can't believe this person said this. Like, you know, well things change, and yeah. sometimes it's okay to let us change our minds. We have to uh -huh. be able to want to. Oh, yeah. That's the point. Like I said earlier with science even, like if you want a more scientific world, you're supposed to be able to change your mind. Your hypothesis is not all, all obviously most of the time not correct and definitely not exact. Mm 
you know? So I don't know where we're going with this sometimes in society yeah. where we pressure each other to like, you know. I could, I could give a, a really good example of how opinions change over years. Like maybe with the more wisdom or knowledge you gain or, you know, whatever the, whatever the case may be. Like when I was, fuck, I want to say 19, 20. Um, no, you know, what? I was 21 because I was just getting into the relationship with my girlfriend that I'm in now. We've already been together since I was 21, so about 10, almost 11 years. That's what's up. Um, I had this coworker, right? He was a little bit, or I want to say he was in his 30s at the time. I was young. I was like 20, 21. And he, he would talk to me about his depression, clinical depression, right? He was diagnosed and everything. He had medication. And back then... I didn't know really anything about depression. I guess in my mind, I kind of knew depression existed, but I felt like it was a choice, not necessarily a, uh, a, you know, a mental health disease. Now I see it as a mental health disease disorder, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Back then I was like, well, you have the choice to be depressed or not. You can either be happy or you could be, you know, sad. It's not necessarily the chemicals in your brain that are telling you feel this way, you know? So since then, like I said, I I understand now some people, they don't have that brain chemistry to be like, you know, it's these thoughts in my head that are making me depressed and, you know, this chemical imbalance in my head that are, uh, you know, throwing me off to where I feel this sort of way. Uh, I mean, I... I understand it a little bit more now because, you know, I've actually gone through some bits of depression in my adulthood mm-hmm. since, you know, this coworker of mine told me about it. Yeah, postpartum, so, postpartum depression, dad. Oh, bro. Yeah, exactly. Postpartum Or whatever, depression. you know, yeah. but I, I could imagine I'm not even a father that's a, Yeah, that and that's a crazy one right there. Let me tell you, like, women go through a lot when they have babies, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely my hats are off to any, you know mother out there that didn't have any support you know i can only imagine oh man i can only because you know i i supported my girl as much as i could and even then it didn't you know because obviously i had to work i had you know provide all that stuff but the times when i could i felt like sometimes it wasn't enough you know so to to imagine a woman going through that without any support or you know their significant other the dad even fucking lifting a finger you know or providing money whatever house whatever the dad's job is but anyway so yeah since then i i'm fully aware that there's mental health issues you know what i'm saying back then it was like bro that's a choice yeah you're you just want to be depressed yeah we would shame each other hardcore yeah yeah at that age i didn't you know i didn't know much about life i was still living with my grandma at the time you know what i'm saying for sure I didn't know what it was like to struggle or, you know. Right, and no offense, like, when you say that to someone that's 18 and they get all fucking mad and they're like, you don't understand, I'm a fucking grown man. It's like, dude, I get you, but nah, (laughs) you don't understand. Like, it's okay. I thought I would have understood at the time, and later it's like I look back and go, there's no way I would have really understood what the fuck was going on. Because I don't know what that guy was dealing with, you know. For all I know, he was on his own, you know. He didn't really have family or, you know, whatever the case may be. I tried to ask him a few times, you know, and I... Tried to give him advice, but me being that young back then, you know, 
I didn't even know much. Dude, when I was in high school, dude, I actually would hit up people all the time to make sure they were doing good. And people would hit me up all the time with their fucking beef, their drama, what they were fucking sad about, what they were mad about. There'd even be like those girls that would like text me because they were mad about some guy to me. And for me to console them while they, I thought we had a thing type of thing in my young life. Like, it was weird, bro. Yeah. Like, I would go to great levels to, like, be there for people when they'd be crying. They'd be acting like they're going to kill themselves. But I had people call me before, bro, telling me to not do it. I'm like, what the fuck? I got to be calm. I got to tell them the right things. Like, you know, and I felt obligated to be those per- that person. And I could see at a young age, it's not just me dealing with these things, clearly. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is dealing with some wild shit. And it became too much. I felt burdened. Stopped hitting. I stopped hitting people back up when they'd reach out to me after a while because I got exhausted and burned out. I didn't take care of myself. Yeah, I'd totally con- I'd always consume myself with you other had people's dramas. Else's problems on your shoulders. Yeah, it was ridiculous. What was I doing? Being a fucking psychologist yeah. in high school, like it was stupid, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I also learned a lot from those experiences, and I, I also I know like we all come from some pretty crazy times. You just don't see it when you see someone smiling in their picture on Instagram. But all the hours of the day in between that, maybe they have an ugly-ass mug on their face. Yeah. You know, Maybe they're hella bummed out about some shit and they get the high off of people liking their shit because it makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, That they look good right now. Oh, yeah, okay, I look good. But right now I look fat. Oh, my God. You know, like the, 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 Of course in our society we have become bipolar. I really think that most of us kind of low-key are. People will be like, that's not cool, Tyler, because you're saying that bipolar – is comparable and I'm I'm not saying that. I'm saying though that every can you not see side effects of society like actually creating mental health concerns? Because clearly mm-hmm. we saw it in the last year and mm-hmm. we haven't really addressed it still. You know, I've been suicidal in my life. I've been super low. I've been depressed as fuck. For long period periods of time to where I look back and realize, dude, I think something was wrong with me after being depressed for so long that I could never get out of that hole because my hormones and my whole fucking chemistry physiologically was fucking off. I didn't look forward to things. I had nothing to look forward to, I felt like. you know, mm-hmm. I saw the uh, all these terrible images of like us not having food in the future and like we're spraying chemicals in the air. I was a fucking troubled young man, bro. Like I was concerned about the the things going on in our world that I could never control. And sometimes I feel like I'm still kind of like that, but I let it go. I know it's like, it's just something to talk about. It's something that we still need to address, but I don't know. A lot of people, I feel like they don't really want to do anything about it or talk about it. We don't want to re-actualize like a better food system. You know, there's a lot of folks out there that do, but the general population that relies on it doesn't think about it at all. They just assume like, I got money, I'm going to go to the store, which Mm -hmm. is awesome because we're a free market. Mm -hmm. But also those things are like, We've seen there's shortages can happen, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's kind of like right now it seems like that because prices are hella high. You know, yeah, I mean? we dude. can only produce so much. There's only so much agricultural land available on the planet now. Like, you know, there's a yeah. limit technically. In a way, we could alter I, our methods drastically. We could, and we could get more out of it. But humans don't seem to do that. You know, it takes funding. Where's all that money gonna come from, Tyler? You know. Mm-hmm. To make all that happen, you know, and then that's why a lot of people are investing in the tech industry for ag because it's going to be able to save money and it's going to be more efficient and be able to see things in the field that the human eye could never perceive, you know, and it's beautiful. But I also know someone else that's using canines to do it. And it's like, why, you know, that's beautiful. You get to handle a dog. It's going to sniff out the pests, man. And then you go and 
you report the dog reports you the data like basically mm-hmm. and better than you could do it better than a machine probably could do it because you're trying to what like basically create a machine that's like a dog sniffing nose like what's what superior to that no i mean whatever it was if it has better vision to yeah. see uh, powdery mildew and what mm-hmm. cells look like you could be scanning the field to make sure that everything's good like do a cat scan on the field all day is like the mm-hmm. future what they look at make it look like you know but then what happens to all those people they're not gonna work anymore what are they going to do? Exactly. There's only so many service industries that we can do mm-hmm. if we don't have products. Oh, we have lots of products, but we import them a lot, you know. Yeah. So we become like selling and, and all this stuff, all those products. And we perpetuate just saying enslavement, you know, too. And those yeah. in, 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 indirectly, but still. When we're getting products like overseas and stuff. Um but would you say that that's a bad thing? Because some people would argue, and I have a good friend that lately tells me, and I I'm, like where he's coming from. He's coming from a good place. He's telling me that, like, look, dude, all this was going to happen anyways. So can you hate someone for going and trying to make money, even if it does promote indirectly sl- child labor and slave labor? You know, it's like I get it, but that's the thing with uh, with with all these options in our life. Like, it could go weird, or you could do it in a really clean way where you actually hire people, pay them really good, but then there's not a lot of profit. We know that. So even in the economics themselves, it seems limiting unless you just don't look at it like that. Like, you know, I don't know how to detach myself from how hippie I am Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in my heart. Like, you know, and I don't think that it should be moral. I'm having that dilemma lately where it's like, dude, I get it. Like money's not like that. Resources, it's like it goes back to primal type things almost, you know, in a weird way. I get that people want to acquire resources, and they, and honestly, someone was going to do it if someone didn't uh, else didn't, you know. Yeah, it's hard to argue with, but at the same time, when you see the way that the trajectory looks like, to me, it looks ugly, it feels ugly, but maybe that's just the way I view it, and I need to stop viewing it that way. You know, with the food system, I'm concerned, and I think that most people, even like good scientists, or not even scientists, people just pay attention, yeah, you know, I to mean, good soil health and stuff, would be like, uh, yeah. We could have the same conversation about how we think that we can make adjustments that are totally feasible, wouldn't cost the farmer much. It just have to be changing the methods and not relying so much on calling the company down the street to ship you more chemicals of some kind, whatever. It's fertilizer, it's pesticide, it's herbicide, whatever it is, you know, which takes diesel, which takes a lot of people to stock that and shit because machines can't do it all. Like, you know, maybe at some point, but what happens to all those people when yeah. we get to that level? I get why we're expanding. We're, we're, we're profiting at the best rate we can if we have a business and we want to make it all techie but what happens to those people do they what do they do for a job if there's then all the in, all the industries are ran by machines you could say you know i wonder that's when uh you know like universal basic income will come in i i would assume because uh, yeah there's gonna be a lot of people without jobs are we bro. at that interface how long do we wait yeah, until like know. it's the tipping scale of more than 50% machines yeah. to human? Like, I don't know. Like, what do we wait to? Because human, like we said earlier, machines can do things way more efficiently in a lot of ways than humans too. So how can we keep up at a certain point sometimes, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, not only that, um, are, are those people, are, are we, you know, are those people going to react in a, in a crazy way once they find out like there's no other jobs I could fucking you know, there's no other way I can make money. What am I to do now? And then they fucking resort to violence or, you know, thievery, whatever it may be, you know, like extremes. What, what are their, you know, what are their, 
what's going to happen once they find out they can't really provide for their family, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the mindset of those those people after that happens? That, that I mean, that shit worries me. Not only that, like, uh, what if we do, like, stop importing stuff for whatever the case may be and we have to rely on in-home fucking uh, products, you know? Yeah. like. Where's these industries being built at? Yeah. Do we even Only have a, a lot of industries in America where, you know, we'd be able to provide for all of them? We have some big ones, you know. And we have resources all over the world with those ones, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you want to talk about like Shell or like these com- Chevron or whatever, these companies um, that have the resources, man. Like, you know, and they make it happen. There's a price to pay. And I get that. That's obviously just common sense. Like there's a trade-off in everything in life. It's a language. But it's well, also at what level is it worth, too? You know, shit, like if it was t- $20 a gallon for gas, the people that can't pay that won't have cars and won't have a job far for them if they have a job. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, dude. Shit, has it ever gotten above $5 an hour? No, right? and I think that there's I probably mean, some kind of limit, gallon. but at the same time, I don't know, man. Technically, if you have the product and everyone agrees like we just this is all we have like they can say the prices whatever just kind of like with water bottled water keeps going up slowly if you track it and the sales in it are going up too so hella people buy bottled water a lot now they don't Mm -hmm. rely on their local water source you know shit I bought a uh, at the beginning of the pandemic I bought a fucking uh, reverse osmosis water system that's cool to you know cause yeah like you're saying at the beginning those bottles of water were fucking gone, dude. You couldn't find them nowhere. Just like right. toilet paper, which toilet paper, yeah. That, and all a, that toilet paper has one. shit on it now and is decomposed into right. some kind of thing. Why toilet paper though? Like all those bottles now are sitting somewhere on a landfill with a little bit of water in each one of them, <laughs> which that'll never go back into the ecosystem until that bottle's opened. Like you know, I worry about our drought because we talk about it a lot here in California. But because of the, those things, like we're not thinking about like classic physics and fucking literally like biology. We know that the water is all supposed to be here since forever ago, since dinosaurs. We're drinking the same water that went through a dinosaur's kidney or some shit. Jesus drank the same water, walked on the water that we drink. You could look at it. The molecules never left the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a system where like, you know, things evaporate, they go back into the air and then it rains and precipitates and it comes back down to the ground. Like there's a cycle to all this shit. Some of it goes down into the groundwater, into the aquifer, you know, but if a little bit of that water, like the penny game in economics, if a little bit of that water is in each one of those bottles and there's fucking, you couldn't even count them. You want to talk about trillions. Imagine like, you know, um, how many bottles have a little bit of water in them. That adds up to be a lot of water that's not in the ecosystem anymore. It's in each one of those drops is in its own little ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what if there's a day where we start digging up all that shit and we start opening and dumping a little bit of it out, a little bit of it out into a pan until you fill up a pan and you go take the pan over to the machine and it reverse osmoses it somehow and shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. But, like, when we keep, a, like, uh, like, trapping water in places, I feel like that's where our water goes too like yeah climate does change too but also like water in the entire environment is now drastically different like i imagine it's probably like a percentage but it's still probably inevitable to gain percentage over a long time you know if we keep doing these things this way this way and i get why we do it plastic is cheap it's a byproduct of the oil industry like you know i get it 
Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't even aware of that, dude. I I didn't know plastic came from fucking oil. Like, it's a waste product, really. Technically, I feel yeah. like originally they were probably like, we have to to make oil, we have to refine it, and take some of these impurities out. But look what we can do with this impurity. We can make plastic out of it. You know, instead of just dumping it in a fucking lake. So you know, I mean, we're going to make plastic out of it and sell it to everyone. We're going to bottle Coca-Cola in it. Everything. Te- everyone. Technically, it's like we're fucking using oil. Like That's why they say it's not good for you. Like if you like drink water and it's like been in the sun in a plastic bottle for a long time or whatever yeah. like that. I don't know, man. Look, like you could look up probably both sides of the argument all around the board. But water to me is really important. And, and how do we know that big package of 24, 48 waters at one point in time, wasn't sitting in the sun, you know, outside of whatever warehouse. Oh, I'm sure of it. Made, or, you know? Yeah. Like, how do we even know that? It's not like they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, by the way, this was sitting outside on the dock for 48 hours before it got into the store. Or for you know? weeks. Yeah. Because we had so much of it. We forgot about that one out there, but we realized, yeah. oh, we do have one more on hand. Yeah. Loaded up. Dusty as fuck. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I've worked a lot of retail spots. That's absolutely... It still goes around. Like Yeah. You know. I mean, I went to the grocery <laughs> store right here down the street, uh, United Market, and uh, I saw that they had the fucking cases of water right there in the window, the glass, like sun shining right on top of it. And <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah, but I don't know. Like it's kind of negligible, some could say, but also I think in the future we'll learn a lot more about phthalates and how they're in a lot of plastics and how it like contributes to lower sperm count over time and all that stuff because there's a lot of studies in that shit. There's always studies, right? There's always all these studies. But the reality is is how many studies can we have to where we forget which ones to pay attention to? Mm-hmm. And I think that happens a lot in the world where we hear always about this new study, this other study, this other study, but did you forget the other studies too? Can you combine all those studies now and and – and correlate them somehow logistically, you know, I feel like statistically we always try to, but logically, like, you know, science doesn't necessarily always provide for that either. It's just the way it is, you know. Why does why does the sulfur have a negative two charge? It just does. You know. Shit, I don't even know what that means. So. Like but it but like I guess what I mean is like I bet you could go into it really and and like some kind of crazy version of chemistry and really find out why. But most people don't know that knowledge. And even if they've taken a class and they made it through, they don't retain it unless they use it all the time, which is a rare breed in this mm. world right now. You know, Yeah, there's chemists out there, but like to use Shit. all of the chemistry that you could use I've in probably dumped everything I've ever learned in school. Nah, I mean, except for the stuff I use on a daily basis, you know, like I guess what, speech and fucking every once in a while you'll do some math, but... You speak two I, languages though, right? Uh, Somewhat, yeah. 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 Somewhat. I, I mean, I'm not fluent. You know math. That's another language. Yeah. You know how to fucking navigate a lot of things. It's another language. It's all language, pretty much, I feel like. I'm saying most of the book stuff that we learn, I, pro- I probably don't remember too much of it, you know? And honestly, don't they, doesn't school and public education kind of make it like that? Because it's kind of like... Uh, learn this information really fast and regurgitate for the test and then honestly if you don't want to remember it it's up to you like you yeah, know, it's yeah. not unless you want to keep going in this field it's all good like we just gotta pass this class like that's the vibe like yeah. you know um, just C's get degrees like even at the least like if you have to make it through the class we've all done that you know it's just radical cause like I have to play along you know just get through it you know but at the same time I really think chemistry is beautiful I like learning that language right now but it's very intense and it's really hurried you know, that's the thing I don't like, 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 because why can't you chew on it for a little bit and not just regurgitate it for the test and then have another test in a couple of weeks on all this other stuff that you had learned, which all of this information took literally thousands of years to accumulate and learn, but you're supposed to learn it in two weeks. You know what I mean? 
And then yeah. now regurgitate for tests. It's pretty remarkable. We're brilliant, mm-hmm. you know. But it's also kind of squandered because it's like, man, we don't really get to spend time on it unless that's what you want to do with your career. But then most people in a lab, they're probably miserable. Just all quiet all day, like fucking putting chemicals in the thing. Only so many times can you be like, wow, this is cool. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure because it becomes industrial. It becomes a repetitive, doing the same thing over and over, you know. I don't know. So chemistry is like one of those fields that like it's a rare breed kind of, right? Like and I, I'm not trying to become a chemist. I'm just plant science. It's plant soil science. I got to know the chemistry. And even though we don't even talk about really much how it relates to plant soil science, it's just generalized what I'm learning now, which is really cool to learn. It's just really intense. Like I'm down to get a C if it comes to that. I have a good grade, but I also want to learn it, you know, and it kind of disheartens me that I have to play the game of hurrying the learning process just to regurgitate it. Most people in the class are just like, fuck it. That's what their vibe is. I feel like I stand out when I'm like interested. People are like, yawn, yawn fest. This guy's fucking into it. Like, you know, so I just kind of, I don't know. And who do you talk to about chemistry to like get into it? Mm. Like, you know, nobody, unless it's like your teacher. And even then they've heard it all. Like, yeah, isn't it remarkable? Yes, it's really cool, you know? And it's like, yeah, that's cool, but man, you, where do you speak it? At least Spanish, like, I, I work at the hardware store, I speak it all the time with the customers, like, so I can stay in tune with, like, my what I call Spanish, Spanglish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially the dialect that gets spoken around here is a little different than Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's really fun, and it's, it's something that, like, you have to learn. I'm immersed in it, and you're there, you know? Chemistry is an eye-opener, and it's so interesting that we kind of hurry a subject like that most people just pass it to just get what they want they don't really want to learn it and also they don't really take those principles and apply it to everything very much it seems like because most people aren't talking about it you know it's a yawn fest but really chemicals if chemistry is everything like you know why wouldn't more people know that and take it very seriously yeah for sure but we're not expected to unless you want to specialize in that and make money off it somehow like if that's what you want to do for your career but to learn it just good good job you learned it cool you know i mean it's got to be for money of course you know and why not if you're brilliant at it for sure handle it but most of us should pay attention to it more is all i'm saying in a way maybe i don't think about it like book wise but chemistry i mean it could even be in your in your diet like what you eat that fucking you know the fuel that you give your body yeah that's that's chemistry sort of in a way i'm always thinking about like you know, my diet and, uh, you know, should I drink this? You know, should I, uh, you know, hydrate? Should I, you know, before I even drink coffee, I got to make sure I drink at least a cup or two of water before uh-huh. I start my day, you know, because I always wake up, especially smoking, like the night before, you wake up and I don't know if it happens to you, but fuck, cotton mouth in the morning, like when I wake uh-huh. up, yeah. like it's ridiculous. So I'll drink like two, three cups of water before, you know, I even do anything. I feel Before you. I brush my teeth, you know, it's I'm like, a savage, bro. Uh, I'm weird. I wake up, I brush my teeth, and then I, I, I start working out, bro, for like at least an hour or two, and then I drink water. I drink a little bit of water if I feel it, like you, like you said, like your throat's all dry or something. Mm-hmm. But really, I just drink it mostly at right after. But it's kind of weird because I'll be sweating a lot. It's probably maybe not good, but I feel like the more I drink water, then you get like sloshy stomach and you can't like be well, agile may- or work out. Maybe you retain water, you know, maybe. a lot better. Maybe I feel, bro. I, I don't. Think I don't that, know if I don't, it, so. I don't know if it's me always being out in the sun with my with my job. You know. Oh yeah. But I feel like I can't retain water for shit. Like it'll go in and out of me, bro. Like, yeah. I'll drink a I'll drink a couple a cup or two of water and then fucking thirty minutes later I gotta take a leak. You know. It's weird. I mean, obviously, 
that's another form of chemistry. All our bodies are different. You yeah, know? Maybe absolutely. You, you, maybe you retain the water from the day before, and it's, you know, you're still hydrated. Isn't that hydrated. radical, though? You're still hydrated. That there's the really day. no one size fits all when you look at yeah. the internal of a human. Like, yeah, we have similar, we have the bones and we have all this stuff. But, dude, like I learned recently that, like, some humans have a, 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 a what's it called, an artery in their forearm. And, so, and a lot of us don't, but some do. No like, shit. Yeah. And, like, you could Google it. Like, it's a thing. Like, it's maybe it's kind of rare, but it's a thing. It's kind of like, why do some people have an artery also in their forearm? Like, an extra artery, like, you know. Maybe it's inside the womb or something. Just, a, just an example, right? Like, how uh, some women, they get pregnant and everything goes fine. Sometimes it doesn't, right? Everyone is literally different. Mm-hmm. We have to apply that when we're talking about science and backing so many things. And if we're going to mandate things, just saying, like, we have to really think about the reality of the scenario, you mm-hmm. know. But I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a fool, so I don't want to get too into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a scientist. Uh, <laughs> I have my thoughts, but like, I mean, technically, I study science, but like, you know, I'm not a virologist. I'm not a pathologist. I go, I go based off of what I read and the science, and you know, I try and educate myself on certain topics. Like, well, like you're saying that whole the whole mandating of the of the vaccine, man, like. I mean, studies came out in Israel who are basically at the forefront of all these studies. Who also did a lot of studies on cannabis, just saying. Israel, yeah. Did they? Yeah, a lot. Recently? Funded by the U.S. government, a lot. Does the U.S. patent on CBD since like 2000-something? They patented it, bro. So what do you mean it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any like positive qualities to it? Mm-hmm. Like medical, what do they call it? Medical, like that matters. Like what the fuck, dude? Whatever. Anyways, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. Um, no, but they so, did a bunch so, of studies over there, though, on the virus or the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, apparently, people who got COVID and then got over it, their immunities are like fucking a lot stronger than the people who got the vaccine. I don't remember what you know the percentages were on. On uh, it's all just stats. It's all good. I yeah, it, it's all stats, obviously. But the main push was saying that yeah. that that the natural immunities from actually having covid were stronger than the vaccine itself so you know i read a couple articles on that um shit i don't know why would the federal government not ask people to be in the control group because there has to be a control too right to see if if long-term natural immunity actually is better you'd have to have unvaccinated people in the world i think it's ask and study i think it's all a push for fucking Big pharma and relying on fucking, you know, the pharmaceutical companies instead of for preventative medicine too. Because that's what it's marketed like, right? Yeah, it's like a preventative. It saves you from the virus, but really, it doesn't save you. You know, because there are people who are getting the vaccine and getting sick. It's a lot less of a percentage, but at the same time, I don't think we should look at those people who survive COVID got those natural immunities and then we look at it like well you still don't have the vaccine so therefore you should always wear a mask and you should still you know uh consider everybody else's you know health because just because you got through it doesn't mean everybody else is gonna get through it you know like in a in a way it's like it's kind of prejudice if you think about it like you're prejudiced to uh, you know, a person who got sick at one point in their life, you know, we don't, we don't view that 
for people who get the flu or the cold or I know this is fucking way different. It's a novel virus and right. it might have been right. created in a lab. Maybe that's why they're pushing for the vaccine so much because hey, for all we know, it was created in a lab and only those people in the lab have the fucking real true fucking uh, cure, cure or to whatever, combat it or whatever. You know, I get you. But yeah. either way, no matter how how someone feels about the mandating of this vaccine, we know for sure in the future to come. There are a lot more shots that are of all kinds that are coming down now because this is like a new frontier of like normalizing getting a shot for preventative medicine or you name it, right? I think that there's a market like there's been in the past like to get the vaccine for smoking or like uh, the the vaccine that they were pushing for people that had HIV in the 80s that apparently didn't work at all very well and Fauci was pushing that shit just saying we said that at the top of the show is a liar. In a lot of ways, he's lying back then Bro, this about guy, a virus this that guy, he said would kill everyone. This guy is like, uh, you know, the the lead of viral, you know, figuring out everything about this virus. And then I go on IMDb and I see right at the front page his documentary that's coming out this year. Like, huh. it's a fucking documentary documenting his whole life and how how he's basically the fucking savior. Dude, there's of the a whole lot pandemic. of there's a lot of Fauci holics out there too. Yeah, for bro, sure. like what is he? And he's throwing pitches at fucking baseball games and and this guy is he didn't like pitch well though. Remember? So it's like, dang, his pitch sucks. Literally, you saw his pitch. It was whack. He didn't even. So towards the glove. So is it? Is he the head of biology, or is he like this fucking celebrity who's the face of saving us from the pandemic? It's fucking. It's. It shouldn't be like that, especially if this is all science and it's it's a real serious thing, right? Shouldn't be like that. Glamorizing this shit, glorifying weird shit. No, it should be like give him a no. If he's doing so good, give him a Nobel Peace Prize, and then let him go back to work. Yeah, study more and do more, get please. The, get and the shut up on. until you figure something else out, and then come out and say it. But don't be on the news every fucking day That's saying more shit, more it. shit, more shit, more yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. And then changing that, that rubbed the, me the wrong way. Seeing the fucking you know his documentary coming out on IMDb. I think probably a lot of people feel that way. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And I, if they don't, I get it too, man. I get it. We're living in weird times where, like, you don't want to doubt so many things, like, right, you know? All I was saying, though, is for sure people can feel however they want about the, this vaccine. But ultimately, I really think there's a lot more types of preventative medicine that are going to come out. And I think we'll realize, like, oh, that was the beginning of a new change. Instead of taking pharmaceuticals and everyone getting addicted to pills, now everyone's addicted to getting a shot to maybe live longer, right? Because that's pretty much what the vaccine is, is to guarantee that you live longer, right? It's not directly a shot to make you live longer, but you're basically taking the shot so you don't die, so you can therefore live longer. Mm. It's like the same futuristic concept of giving people shots so they can never die or some shit. Like drinking vampire blood, like like getting bit by a vampire and then just having to need the blood, otherwise we'll die. Like, you know, it's kind of sketchy. It feels like that with the people that are like so pushy. But all I was getting back at it earlier, too, was why would there not be a control group? There has to be a certain percentage of the population that doesn't get vaccinated that would be down to be part of the experiment and say, I'll sign waivers or whatever, which we should have done with this whole thing. Should have signed waivers like they make a sign for everything else in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you're in jail, sign your you waive your rights, you know, real yeah. quick. You have to sign. Just sign this paper. Oh, what is this paper? Just sign it, man. You, everyone has to sign it. Oh, OK. I guess I'll just wave my, wave my rights real quick. That's what happens. <laughs> Ultimately, though, the... the I'll, t- I'll tell you what, bro. I'd be willing to be one of those in trial for not getting the vaccine and, you know, trying other methods of uh, 
you know, if I were to get COVID again. At this point, I would too. But at the same time, like, I don't know how that's not a thing. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Regardless wherever you stand, like, if you know science, you have to have a control group too. Who is the control group? The parts of the world that can't get it? That we can't afford to give it to? Or what? Like, what's up? For all we know, that could be going on know. right now. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what, what, what's up? Like, but what's did, going on? Like, did, how would we not have a control group? And honestly, at some point, that should have been established and almost asked as like a duty of the American people. Oh my gosh, if this is something that would bring us together and actually make us realize like the people, we're going to do a serious thing and we're going to ask certain people if they want to be part of that or if you want to get the vaccine, we have both options yeah. and we want to study this because we need to know because this thing could get crazy. I thought we were serious about this, you know? Yeah. It's like everyone kind of forgot. They just wear the mask, but they're right next to you, fucking picking their nose and then putting their mask back up. Like, you know, it's a trip. <laughs> I work in retail. People just <laughs> nomad breathe all up on you, all huge and shit. Just saying, like, all up in your space when people I know wouldn't even be that close, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, are, who are we kidding? For all I know, this person just went online right before this and was like, fucking unvaccinated people with their fucking masks. So you could see them like a fucking red dot in the middle of a blue field you know like or some shit i don't know what the fuck some <laughs> weirdo would be saying that literally is down to get that close and be that inconsiderate especially pre pre-pandemic or post-pandemic literally i thought everyone had realized like well we need to kind of you know not be so dirty sometimes and kind of mm-hmm. clean up after ourselves not not getting too many people's space and spit up all up on their face and literally cough in people's space like turn around or something man mm-hmm. like just yeah. <laughs> at the register here's the 20 dollars, bro what man, the fuck at, at the beginning of the pandemic literally like fucking a few weeks into it i was at a cvs and uh i was i was standing in line and this is when we didn't know shit about the pandemic yeah there was this lady bro who was just you know <clears throat> like fucking all like and she was paying at the cash register and bro, it's like we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you you don't even have a mask on. You're just fucking coughing everywhere. Maybe she did have a mask on, or maybe she had it down. I can't really remember, but I do remember her like fucking coughing all over that area she was paying for her stuff at. And then uh, before I walked up, luckily the the clerk had had that spray, you know that fucking. That, that deodorizer or whatever the fucking yeah air sanitizer or whatever, yeah, yeah that sanitizer she started spraying it you know all over where that lady was she was like i can't believe people they were in a pandemic and they want to cough all over the fucking then everybody went back to their fat and lazy lifestyles <laughs> like pretty much really quick and, right after and it's really radical that even during that time that people didn't really take it seriously and honestly, we didn't even really all have masks. Remember, it was just like, wear what you can. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a bandana, you know, share a mask, you know. And then yeah. this huge market came where everyone started making cool masks because we're like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. this isn't going away in two weeks. Like they said, mm-hmm. this is something we have to hunker down for. And everyone was down to, to take two weeks off. Yeah. But we also kind of, if we want to blame anyone for a shutdown, we were also down to go with that. You know, I'm surprised a lot of people would be like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? Like, you need to elaborate more on how that's going to work. We're not going to be able to get people fucking resources and shit if you mean you're going to shut everything down. Oh, you mean the grocery stores will still be open. Everything will be fine. So everyone can super spread in the grocery store in this during this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? It's pretty radical. Like, I went to concerts like th- two, three weekends in a row now, bro. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Huge 
events, bro. Pet people are all up on each other, inside or outside. In the bar, everyone's inside, all up on each other, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you go into the same porter potty that hella people just yeah. walked in and out of, and that breath that's in there, it's in there, man. Everyone yeah. breathed and took a shit in there, man. Like, you know, they opened up the waistband on you, dude. Yeah, like, you got really. all the chemicals and all the follicles and all the whatever up in the air there. And it's so ironic, though, that the next day, mask up, not down with this fucking get the vaccine like you know it's like dude like this is radical that's why it's like i just live my life like how i have to live it i'm constantly exposed like for you to call in and feel like you have to call in because you might have been exposed like take a case example with me and all my coworkers at ace hardware or any other retail spot literally you're exposed technically every day because we Mm -hmm. don't know who has it or anything it's not like you wear like a bright ass wristband when you have it Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even know. We don't even have a good system. You know, we couldn't all do this. We failed. And our leaders failed us mostly because mm-hmm. it could have been um, whatever you want to call it expedited a little bit better and had an understanding of what's realistic, given that we can't just shut everything down and make everything stop. We have to figure out how this is going to work, you know, mm-hmm. and it's pretty radical how the essential employees were so like glorified for like two weeks and a month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was just kind of like. Fuck them. Like, you know, they just want to work a low-paying job. Take my money at the grocery store. Take my EBT card. Like, you know, it's kind of like this piss-poor attitude where, like, no one's really grateful. It's not like this fucking cashier bought this stuff and brought it to the store. But it's like, no, he helps stock it and shit. And he takes pride in working here and showing you where things are and shit. And also wants to say, hey, like, I'm a human. I helped you do something. You don't have to say thanks, but that'd be cool, you know? But instead, nah. <coughs> Cough in your face instead. <coughs> Fucking Democrats ruined it all. <coughs> you ain't one of them, right? You know, it's like, who the, you could imagine the conversations that I hear in a day. It's like, what the fuck? And how I respond is pretty radical sometimes. I'm not trying to glorify that, but sometimes it's like, I'll give people a run for their money, you know? I'll give them a little taste of their own medicine. Like, if that's what you're going for, I'll tell you a little sh- some shit too, mm. you know? Call someone an old man because he's always coming in talking shit. Talking about how he put people in the hole for 90 days. I was a correctional officer at San Quinn for 35 years. They had to get rid of me. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> what do I care? I've been in jail. I don't like people you, like you, you necessarily the, if you're thinking like that. If I were in there, I would hate you, bro. You were on you know? the other end of that. And he's bragging about it, though. Like, he feels good about putting someone in the hole. Maybe that person did some radical shit, but he made it seem like he just kind of spat it off to him in the wrong way. So I put him in the hole. Can you imagine the stories that the cops are are saying about, like, your situation when, I mean, you ended up pretty much getting jumped. Bro, I might have been wild, dude. I don't know. That's the thing. I have no recollection of the actual experience. I remember you getting out of my truck. You or, you know, fighting. Do you imagine yourself doing no, that? No, but, but also, did, did they knocked me out. They gave me a uh, moderate concussion. They knocked me the fuck out, ultimately. That's how they subdued me. But the reality of the scenario is that I was on some substance that was pretty much unknown. My body was doing wild things. I apparently drove my stick shift four banger truck, like, hella far, bro, towards, like, my parents' house, which we live, like, 30 miles away. I made it, like... 15 of those miles, bro, or some shit. And luckily I crashed where I did because it could have gotten ugly. I would have cliffs and shit, bro. Mm. Apparently that's where I was going. Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know how I drove that far. You know, I was out of it, bro. Mm-hmm. It was something else. I, my body probably thought it was dying. The brain was doing something else. It was not like a bad trip. It Maybe was were... something that was like the body was fucking frying. So when I crashed, all I remember is all of a sudden realizing, oh, shit, there's dust. I smell sh- like 
oil and shit like uh, my truck like what the fuck am i doing and Were i'm you flipped over yeah i'm flipped on the side so i'm literally on the passenger window as i stand up on the glass of the passenger window oh, and climb out of the driver yeah. window roll it down all mechanically mm-hmm. and climb out of the truck and i remember sitting on the top of the truck for a second like a like a like almost like like I, i've said this before i can only not remember a few times in my life like a blackout type thing i could count it on my hand and this is this is one of them this is this is the one that I don't remember shit. And I wish I did. But do I? This is why I'm getting at like since you asked, what happened? You know? Did I get out of the truck and start acting wild? Because apparently the lady that reported seeing me in the middle of the road and called the, the, the authorities said that I was in the road saying weird things. And she was like, hey, get out of the road. And I was like, you don't understand or something. And that was all, right? Like saying he was acting wild and he said something like, you don't understand. Kept saying that or something. Then, like, it, this is all on a report, right? Like, the CHP wrote and shit. So then, apparently, the cops come, and at this point, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember standing in the road yelling at someone. I just remember sitting on top of my truck, like, fuck, what am I going to do? And apparently, I jumped off, started walking around with one sandal on. I wasn't even dressed. I didn't plan on driving anywhere. I was home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck, dude. I'm telling you, it's dangerous out there when you're doing street chemicals yeah. that you don't know what they are, and someone just says it's acid, bro. It's n- It probably ain't. And And even if it is... Cool, man, but you got to handle that experience and not get crazy. You know, so even if someone said you couldn't handle your shit, it's like, dude, this was not acid. This was not meth. This was not smoking some weed or eating an edible and I never smoked before. Like, this was some shit that I don't even know what was going on, dude. It was out of my mind, apparently, right? So maybe I was wild. Maybe I didn't want them to, like, put their hands on me. But at the same time, when you're dealing with someone that's clearly tripping and just got in a car crash, rolled his truck and shit, and he's just walking around, you want to take precautions, Maybe you and that wasn't really stated in the report. It was just kind of seemed like they were trying to get information from me. I didn't have my ID. They wanted to arrest me immediately because they could tell something was up. And I wouldn't cooperate. So they took me to the ground and started beating the fuck out of me with their baton, hitting me in the nuts from behind. And then I remember for a split shot, June, this is the one spot that I remember. Like my face, bro, in the gravel, on the fucking, like it felt like asphalt, like in the fucking ground with my arms behind my back. With a knee in my back, like, you know, like George Floyd type of shit. I'm not trying to compare, but like that image, like that's what I felt like looking back. And I can't relate, but I, I didn't die. But I remember feeling like that and them saying, stop resisting and hear the radio go, like, you know, like how they like make a call and it goes like over, you know, mm-hmm. it, I heard that. And then just whop, dude, my lights out. Like I could tell I just got cracked in the fucking face and that's it. I, that's all I remember. Mm-hmm. And in the report later... It says that I was acting wild. I didn't want to, like, let them arrest me. So there was a scuffle broke out, basically, somehow. And took me to the ground, started beating the fuck out of me. Had to do what they had to do. Had to hit me with their fists in the face to subdue me. And then they took me to the fucking hospital, bro. And I woke up shackled to a bed the next day. And they told me that I got fucked up and that I fucked up some officers and I hurt some officers. And you're a crazy person because you hurt some officers. Like, the sheriff sitting there telling me that you fucked with my guys last night, chewing his gum. You fucking crazy bastard. You hurt some of my guys. You know, and it's like, what the fuck? So imagine, like, almost like part of me in this really weird spiritual way that is not true. I can't validate. Part of me sometimes feels like I died that night. And I woke up in a, the, the external reality. Like, when you die, maybe you don't die. Maybe that's where I am. Like, you know, now, I don't know. Sometimes I think about that because it was so surreal to wake up into like a life changing, like, whoa, like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Last thing I remember, I ripped the bong and I sipped some water 
And now all of a sudden something's fucking crazy going on right now. You know? Mm-hmm. Life changing. And I was in the hospital for like three days. Had a catheter in my dick and shit. They didn't know my name. My wristband said hotel on it. You know? And so then they had to like talk to me and they tra- they told me to tell them the truth and all this stuff. So I did. I was like, I'm going to tell what's up. I'm going to say exactly what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? Exactly what I recall and what happened and how whatever I remember. Like, wh- like who I hung out with. What happened. What I did. You know? And I don't remember the rest. Like, I was honest, you know? And then the, then I get to call my parents, right? Even though I was 19, then I get to contact someone to let them know, hey, like, or my woman, who wasn't my wife, but it was my woman, they wouldn't have known anyways because I didn't have identification. So it's one of these situations where it's like, holy shit, how did I get that wild to be in that situation? But at the same time, that's not like me. That's out of character completely, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't get that wild, bro. I'm not trying to go you, hurt I myself mean, or yeah, others, you, bro. You, I don't like doing that shit. You'd bro, like you to know? think your subconscious would take over from that point right if you're blacked out like i've been in certain situations where i've been super fucking drunk and like i would assume autopilot takes over you know your subconscious your you know like um autopilot i don't know how else to describe it you know because i have blacked out before and never got in a crazy situation to where I was acting out of hand. Oh, no, you know what? I take that back. I did act like that one time when I was like 18 or something. I blacked out and apparently started fighting with my brother and knocking on doors to houses that I didn't even know the people oh, at. Shit. Like, yeah. I got that fucked up. Um, but I was going through some shit at that time. You know, who knows what was going on in my head subconsciously at that time. True. I was kind of too, though. I was in a weird state a lot yeah. of time. I was kind of depressed and shit. So maybe that could have a lot to do with it, you know, where we're at mentally at that point in time. Yeah. And, and the substance, though, because this is something completely out of the ordinary, too. Like, drinking, yeah. people know people get wild when they drink. Yeah. They do really radical shit. But, like, this was like, dang, this isn't even alcohol. Like, so how do we even, how would someone know what to do? I somehow left my woman back at home and ended up way the fuck out here. But what's crazier, too, is that, like, I don't tell that story, really, or, like, get into it, really, to, like, talk about it like it's some glorifying thing or something i'm literally like still trying to heal from it when i talk about it bro yeah. i don't know what the fuck happened sometimes i wish like i got hypnotized and told like i could remember and then i talked to my good friend blake about it and he was telling me that maybe you were wild bro maybe you were wild as fuck and you just blacked out because you couldn't remember it because it would be like that wasn't you bro like you know you're that sh- like i'm that sheltered to like be that be my biggest like fear to I be mean, that guy maybe you right were, maybe you were in a state of where like they were fucking monsters to you, you dude know? i like, remember feeling when were, i was subdued that like the demons from hell aliens are fucking me that's what i felt yeah, like i literally so, was like this is so i've never been, been in this scenario demons never, bro literally in your fucking mind you're like oh these are these are fucking you know fucking demons they're spawns of satan i don't know they're fucking wrapping my arms behind my back what that's interesting though because it's like they, they, they did the, in the report it didn't say that i was swinging at them or anything it wasn't they said that i was kicking my legs and biting at them and i was spitting blood on them but the blood came from knocking me the fuck in the mm-hmm. face and it wasn't from the crash apparently like you know that later the doctors like told me i need to get my head checked out and shit because i got a moderate concussion and you have to take care of these wounds because when you go to jail, like, you could get staph infection and all this stuff. There's very poor qualities when you get in there, bro. I never really got my head checked out, you know, like, after that. I never went to a doctor and got a CAT scan or anything. And I really do think sometimes, like, the reasons why I've also been depressed after that or wild in my head, like, feeling like I just don't get it. I have super anxiety in the past. Like, over the last, like, seven years, right, I had things going on like that. And I sometimes think, like, maybe I got knocked in the head 
before that in my life plenty of times. And that was a really heavy one to where maybe I'm not the same person in a lot of ways either. You know, people talk about how people do wild shit after they fucking get hit in the head a lot. But I don't like to do wild shit. I don't want to hurt anyone. I just like having wild conversation, man. Mm. And maybe that's my outlet so I can still stay fucking on it, man. You know, I just don't understand what the fuck happened. And sometimes I want to know. But then I also have to live in the reality of not knowing. But also being like, I'm okay with if I was that wild and I did that. But I'm also okay with if I got the shit kicked out of me and taken advantage of and written a report real got a good like my lawyer told me that didn't give a shit about me it was just another paycheck mm-hmm. but he told me straight up they wrote a good report where was the footage there was apparently footage that never got released or anything because i didn't go to trial you know what i mean well so, you kind you pled guilty didn't you i you pled no you, contest you which it? means you're not pleading guilty but you're saying like i can't refute it because obviously mm-hmm. all the evidence against me yeah. is futile for me to say it wasn't i wish i could have stood and said you know, I really I understand what's happening to me right now, but I wish this was an example to teach the rest of the the whatever you would call law enforcement to look into what these things are because this shit's dangerous. Like you I know you're looking for meth and I know you're looking for weed and I know or whatever you're looking for, like right, whatever it is. But you need to start looking for this too cuz this person bought this shit online. Mm-hmm. Just ordered it, you know, because it's not a it's not actual drug. Is apparently. it still online or not? I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. You don't even search for something it. I haven't looked into since a long time. Like there's yeah. parts of me. It's been so long now that I there's parts of me that don't really. I don't think about it all the time. But when it comes up or when I get in that zone, like I start wondering. And over the years, I've realized like either way, I have to be okay with it. And that's also why I feel like outspoken about police brutality because I feel like that's what happened. That's what I always felt like. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know for sure. But that's what it felt like. The whole thing, man. My parents even. And they, I mean, they didn't want they didn't, they didn't want to believe their son's a madman. But at the same time, they really felt like, man, you know, everyone that would have known, even my wife was just like, he, he doesn't get in fights, though. He doesn't do shit like that, you know. But yeah, that's also why the judge didn't throw me in prison for seven years. Instead, he said, you got to fucking do this three months or whatever in county jail and then go to a program for six months or whatever for it to equate to a year's worth of time if you can get in a program, and which which I did. And so, like, you know, nine months of my life, you know, and then three years of felony probation, and I got through all that, you know. And it was paranoia central all the time just thinking about shit, bro. I got stopped by the cops for nothing just because we're skateboarding, you know. You have any weapons on you? Right by my own house, bro, in this town. So it's kind of like after that, like I'm traumatized, bro. I get all nervous and they're going to be like, why are you nervous? It's like, bro, because I don't like this shit. Why are you harassing me right now? That's what I feel like because literally I'm not doing anything, you know? And then they'd be like, well, he's acting weird. Is he on one, you know? And then it's like, dude, I have the, I should have the right to say that. How is that not normal for you to hear that from what do the people stop? You stop? Just, just say, yeah, it was me. It wasn't me, but it was me, you know, just to get away from the situation. Like, I don't know. That's what I have beef with. But I also know that we don't live in a perfect world. There's a lot of great seems officers out there. I've just been harassed even locally, you know. Seems like you got, like, P- PTSD from it, man. Like, I uh, think that, but never been diagnosed yeah, or anything like that, so I can't say that. I just empathize with a lot of those communities that feel like they like to, like, you know, talk about those things, mental health concerns and stuff. I just don't like to associate myself and have a label and say that this is what I have or this is what I've become – because having it is like saying I have something that I don't have to have. That's what I've decided in my mind, and it's worked for me. You know, a lot of methods that some people would say, if people really knew my methods to stay okay, a lot of people would be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, but I think a lot of people 
if you really look at what their methods are to stay okay, are kind mm-hmm. of funky too. Mm-hmm. It's just on my own yeah, spectrum definitely. of whatever I like to do mm-hmm. that I found that helps me. And that's what I do, you know. Yeah, like waking up at four in the morning, working out all the hard. Other medicines, like things that I've done, like it, it's all been in the name of trying to better myself so I can be better for everything else that I have to take care of and steward. But I don't, I, I see that that's just value for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wake up, you wake up at four in the morning to work out? Well, four or five. Yeah. FaceTime me the next time you do, man. Why? You're at work on it. I want to, no, I need to get in the habit of fucking. I'm not going to, I don't, dude, I. I never post any of that shit that because I'm not that guy. Like, you know, I love it, dude. Working out is medicine, bro. That's all yeah. it is for me. It's literally one of my forms of medicine. And some people will be like, man, I, you know, I just feel like kind of like I don't look buff, buffed today. I look bloated or whatever. I don't think about that shit, man. Like, it's like, come on. Like, you just got to take care of the brain, make the body feel good, let it stress a little bit, get some sweat out. And, and apparently sweating often and working out and having like different types of activity Definitely increases your immune system and it makes sense mm-hmm. because you actually are sweating out toxins and shit probably as you're doing that. You're stressing your body and then after your body goes into a super relaxed mode, Hell that's yeah. the beneficial part of that thing. Yeah. You know, A lot of people will be like, I don't want to work out because it hurts or I'm sore. But it's like once you keep just doing it, you stay disciplined, you keep doing it, it becomes something that your body almost feels like it needs it. Yeah, and if you dude. don't do it, you feel a little too stressed out. And then you realize, dang, if I didn't do that for five, ten years – Maybe that's why I was really stressed out. Like one of the things that could have helped alleviate that. And when we look at it like that and we realize, man, for the next 10 years, I don't want it to be that way. Um, you take it seriously. But if it's not one of those things, it just seems like something else to add to your list of things to do. I get that. But I think that we're biological beings. It's not even that you owe it to your body. Literally, it's what's demanded of you to be alive. Mm-hmm. To, to just somehow go out and get something. I don't run right now. The air quality's fucked. Go do something, man. It doesn't even have to just do some push-ups and like some yeah. burpees, some squats, body weight, everything, bro. Fuck it. You know, mm-hmm. you still get a hell of a workout in like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Get all exhausted and shit. Get all sweaty. Go yeah. outside in the cold ass mornings that are happening now and you're all oh, sweaty yeah. and it's just like fucking surreal. You know, you don't even feel cold. No, I say that because uh 5 a.m. would probably be the best time for me to get you know fit in my workout because i go to work at seven so that would be like a perfect time because after work shit i'm with the kids you know dinner you got bedtime showers all that it's stuff. not for everyone to go to go at the end of their day i always yeah. felt like i start my day with it and people were like man that's that's why i probably skip the gym a lot because mm-hmm. i always go at the end and it's easier to skip it after you ate a lot yeah. or, or something changed in your day where you're exhausted exactly. you're not feeling it you got something else to do but if you do it right away like you know it's it's done mm-hmm. you know and then you're you almost kind of gassed you almost kind of gassed too because you're like fuck dude i gotta do hella more shit i gotta yeah. do it and then you build this tolerance to being like uh, this is just the beginning mm-hmm. like you got a whole day ahead of you bro and then some days luckily you have a day where maybe it's not so fucking needed and you work out and then you just feel hella good because you get to actually relax that day and shit. And that's very healing for the body for sure. And I'm not a fucking physical therapist and all this shit. But like I've done a lot of looking into this shit because I know it works for me. Mm-hmm. And I could validate some of those things that people could say, well, this works for this and this and that. But at the same time, that's just me. Everyone's different. Some people don't have the joints for certain shit. And, and, and also if you never strengthen them, they'll really go bad. Oh, yeah. So I feel like really to me it's just like I know I'm getting older and I'll be older and I'm just going to get older. We're all just getting older, guys, you know, that I have to make sure I can make it there in the ways that I can. And some of the things I do like smoking or whatever, that could take me out the game. But I'm not trying to be taken out the game, not even trying. 
you know, to still stay in the game. Because then it's like I just committed suicide low-key, like, on purpose or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't do anything else to protect myself. Kind of like getting a shot in your arm but doing nothing else to increase your immunity at all. Yeah. Same everything else as before. You know, it's like, nah, dude. Like, this is a public health crisis, I thought. A worldwide one. We really should be promoting certain things that we know for a fact help increase immunity to everything. Not even just COVID. Everything, you know? Because we know certain things work for most people, too. They, they could eat more of or something. But then it's like, oh, well, then you'd have governmental packages sending vitamins and, and vegetables and stuff. But it's like, yeah, but maybe there could actually be growers that would be down to be paid by the government a consistent check to keep growing produce to sell, and, but to give, even if it's paid by taxpayer dollars. Like, they'd be down to do that job. Like, you know, I would be. Fuck yeah. You know? And, and that's what we do, but like we're like, oh, but that's too socialized. But it's also like, but yeah, but we can't make sure people don't have no nutrition because we live in a food desert out here in Reedley. You know, we have Save Mart, grocery outlets like in Dinuba, Walmart's in Dinuba. All these other things are way far away. You got to go to Costco and Clovis, Fresno. Yeah. You go to yeah, uh, no, we, Trader we, Joe's or a fucking Whole Foods. That's the what Visalia or Fresno, right, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, drive 30, 45 And if you don't have a pretty good paying job and a pretty ga- gas efficient car, how can you even make that almost feasible realistically, mm-hmm. you Once know, week, to go yeah. over there and then to spend it. And it's hella expensive when you go to Whole Foods and shit, bro. So then you go around here and you just get conventional shit and people survive and it's all good. But I'm just saying like, why should it be hella expensive to just have good, clean food? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, oh, because you have to work for it. Well, then if that's what we're doing, we should work a lot harder. And we should really ch- like actually like save our money for good food, but that's not what we do. We're promoted to not do that. Spend it on the fucking Comcast bill over everything. Like, and I get it. Gotta have Wi-Fi. Gotta have yeah. internet, bro. If we can, that would suck yeah. if we didn't have it. Honestly, if that was ever decided, that'd be fucking reversing all this. Would not work. Like almost getting rid of the internet. Yeah. And fucking Wi-Fi, all that. Like, I, I yeah, mean, we're, we're maybe too... changing it to something else where you don't have to have like a router or something, like you know, or whatever. But um, I mean, like having some kind of connection to whatever we call the internet. Like, I don't think that can go away. Literally, the internet can't be destroyed, but we could not be able to tap into it. We're, we're with... like we're like androids in a, in a way. We're so connected to fucking our devices and uh, you know whatever whatever other. You know, like Netflix, you know, whatever the other fucking uh, streaming services are, you know, just internet in general, we're fucking, we're, we're so, uh, you know, like tied into it already. How could we even get rid of that? I mean, I'm sure we could. We'd have to have a lot of fucking discipline and, you know, like say no to the the, the phone, the iPhone or... Well, that's know, what whatever. we're trying, that's what everyone's trying to do, right? Like literally like, or not, but I mean, you know... That'll always be a battle if it's a thing like that. But we could end right here and leave on a good note right here that my dad would tell me when I was way younger too, bro. Like when when flip phones were still a thing and stuff. And he Mm -hmm. would say that I feel that this is going to become the extension of the cold hand of society because it would only be used for – it won't be used for all the value that it really should be used for. Like calculating and looking up certain important information. It's also going to be used for wasting a lot of fucking time and energy and talking shit and gossip and all this stuff. He could see it. He's old. You know, and not even like that complex. He could just see like kind of like real um, uh, like vaguely probably what that would maybe translate to in the future. But I felt like that was really wise of him to say. And I still think about that over the years, like about he said that so long ago. And I feel like if I told him that, he'd be like, because it is, man. Look at it. You know, he'd go on and on probably. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't – it's not because he said that that I always had the spin on it. I just – I realized it at a young age too. Like this is a demanding to be 
you know, so tapped into this all the time. And it's also like overwhelming and at the same time so necessary, but costs so much. It's kind of radical. But mm-hmm. we're on to a better day. Yeah, and if we're yeah, connected, yeah. we can do a lot with it. Your dad was ahead of his time, man. Yeah. To see that. Yeah. But if we're all connected, we can do something with it. It just depends on what we want to do with it. And mm-hmm. I say, let's make it cool and fun and fucking. Yeah, we can use it for bad. Enlightening. We can use it for good. Enlightening. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Thank you, June, for rolling through, man. Super glad to have you. It's been an honor. And thank you, listener, for tuning in for quite a fucking episode. We went from point A to point B to point Z to point Q and yada yada. But I am very grateful to have tangential conversations, especially when they're sanctioned across the table from one another. No bars, no interruptions. Just what's going on in your head and what you've been thinking about and maybe how you feel about what's going on. Because I don't really hear a lot of people asking how they really feel about it. I just hear a lot of people demanding that they agree with them. So let us remember our symbiosis. Because it's quite important to remember that we all are connected. Directly, indirectly, and necessarily. Because we all do need each other. Each one of us fills a very important role in this world. And it's our duty to fill that fucking role. So you, go do you, boo. Because it's time for us to prepare for a better day, a better tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning in. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. Yeah.